Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Oh, are we jam-packed? On this Monday, we got baseball performance art. We got World Cup worries. We got the perfect Final Four. And most important, we have an NFL weekend that answers a lot of questions. I'm back. Let's do it. Here we go. Only one place to start. All right, our only one place to start is with the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Ryan Clark. Good enough to hang out after we wrap up Get Up this morning, and he is here alongside the assembled members of the Hashtag crew. Hembo is here because I need him to explain some things to us, and Nuno and Bubba, as usual. Green, Hembo. Back your Eagles green? The Eagles won again yesterday, as they nearly always do. Uh, That that is absolutely true this year. (laughs) You are wearing Eagles green as well, I mm. might add, RC. Well, because I just knew what type of day it was going to be for them yesterday against Tennessee. Well, and, and so that was the A.J. Brown revenge game, and he played great and all that. But there's two things that, that our football power index, our analytics, um, have that I don't fully understand. And so as RC and I break them down, I want you, the reason I wanted you here, as you are not usually in this first conversation sometimes, uh, after get up is I need you to explain something to us. So let's start with the Eagles. The Eagles have been definitively the best team yes. in the entire NFL from the very beginning of the year. The Cowboys clearly are coming on strong. They, they blow out a bad team last night in the Indianapolis Colts in a game that if you didn't stay up and watch it was, was not nearly as one sided as the final score mm-hmm. would sound. It's a two point game going to the fourth quarter. And then there's a bunch of turnovers and a defensive score and all the rest of that. And, 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 and somehow Our analytics have decided, this is not me talking, have decided that the Cowboys are the likeliest team to A, get to the Super Bowl, and B, to win the Super Bowl. Explain how that happens. It happens because our model, which blends all of the numbers and spits out results that are unbiased and unemotional, think the Cowboys have, by a decent margin, the best team in the NFL. Yes, they have three losses, but... One of those came with the backup quarterback, and they've also yes. played a much more difficult schedule to date than the Eagles have on balance. Not to mention, they did a lot of really good things with their backup quarterback, and with Dak Prescott back, their offense is, frankly, far and away the best in the NFL if you look at their production since the Detroit game. So you put all the numbers into a blender and compare what the Dallas is to what the Eagles are. Our model doesn't look at the records so much as the process by which you get there, and when doing so, Dallas comes out on top. So, RC, what do you think of that? Because it, it, you accused me of being on drugs. I think that's stupid. So, so, so for those who didn't watch Get Up this morning, I said the Cowboys now are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. And what did you say? I said you smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> then jump. Well, he also <laughs> called me Mr. Clark. And, you know, it just brought me to lean on me. And, yeah. and, I, and it's not... <laughs> It's not that I'm saying that it's far-fetched because obviously when you get into talking about teams that are at the top of the conference as those two are, it is really close. And you mentioned the game that they played head-to-head was a loss for the Cowboys because they – not because, while they had a backup in. So I understand all of those things. I think just looking at what the Eagles have accomplished, it's hard for me to believe that. Mm. Like this isn't necessarily about – the Dallas Cowboys, I know who they are. I know who, what they look like when they play well. But the Philadelphia Eagles, 
other than their loss to the commanders, have only beaten everybody you put in front of them. And you don't get to control your schedule. And I think the consistency in which the good things about the Eagles show up is important to me. Mm. Their quarterback is good each and every week. Their run game is good each and every week. On the outside, you know that they have skilled players that can make plays. And defensively, if, if anything is what makes you nervous, it's the run game. But then you play the Tennessee Titans, and that's all they want to do and somehow find enough balance to stop them from doing that. And so whereas I do understand that Dallas is ascending, Dallas is putting themselves in a better place to make a push at the NFC Championship, for me, it's still the Philadelphia Eagles number one, but we get to find out a lot on Christmas Eve. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Ryan Clark in my studio here after we wrap up Get Up. The other one that I don't understand— I need you to explain, and we showed it at the very end of Get Up, is that with Kansas City and Buffalo having been the favorites all year long in the AFC, everyone loves both of them, everyone loves the quarterbacks, the Bengals, who won the conference last year, are coming on unbelievably strong. For the last month, they've looked like the best team. They just beat Kansas City yesterday. Uh, uh, It wasn't a one-sided game, but that was not a fluke. And they've beaten them three times in the last calendar year. And yet our analytics still have Kansas City 1, Buffalo 2, and then a chasm before you get to the Bengals at 3. How does that make sense? Again, it's the process by which you get there. Yes, the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs each of the last three times. But by a total of nine points, if you look at the entire body of work this year, there's no question that Kansas City is better. And if Kansas City and Cincinnati played next week in Kansas City, they'd be, a, they'd be favored in that game. And if they played next week in Cincinnati, Kansas City would be so favored So they don't in that take game. anything and, and no momentum into account? The fact that, that Jamar Chase hadn't played in a month? or that, Yeah, that I don't know. Oh, the fact that Joe Burrow had an appendectomy and missed training camp. I think there, there, there are so many things you factor into this. And I don't believe it's a question that the Kansas City Chiefs shouldn't be number one or the Buffalo Bills shouldn't be number two. I, I think I understand those things. And you say it's with unbiased opinion. Mm-hmm. I say it's taking us back to what we thought more about these teams at the beginning of the season, right? The beginning of the season, Buffalo and Kansas City were, were teams that we felt would be at the top. The Dallas Cowboys were, were a team that we felt like would be good. Nobody expected the Philadelphia Eagles to be here. And obviously nobody expected that the Cincinnati Bengals would rebound from where they were. And I think when you just look at the way that these teams play and how the Cincinnati Bengals are configured, they're configured in a way that makes you extremely competitive against the two teams you have to beat, mm. especially what they can do off the defensive end. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you know – because part of I, I know that you probably can't account for recency. Like I, I don't I don't know how in the statistics you account for the last three weeks they've been so much better and those it, it messes up the numbers with everything else. But those things do matter. I mean, who's hot? Like the Bengals are getting hot at exactly the right time. The Eagles look like they may have peaked. I know they played great yesterday, but they kind of look like a team that that peaked in October and and are sort of coming back to earth. So I, I know those things are hard to. That that's why the numbers which I love. And we pay a lot of attention to here, and hence Hembo's significant role on the show. Sometimes there were things in them that I think you have to, like right now, mm. I made like a bad joke on the air a little it was while ago. Actually, it's a I, great joke. It's just too true. No one laughed at me, but, but, <laughs> but right now, if you <laughs> tell me I have to pick mm-hmm. a team to win the AFC right now, I would take Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, I trust that dude. And, and here's the thing. Mike and I had this fight for a million years about whether or not, on the, on the radio, about whether or not Batman fight. is a superhero. 
Batman, to me, always was a superhero because he had the only superpower I ever had a chance of having, which is a super mind. Like, he was just smart. Yes, he didn't. He couldn't fly. He couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't he spin a fast. web. He couldn't right. do any of those things. But he would just outsmart everybody all the time. And that's, like, Josh Allen looks like the Hulk. Yeah. And, and Patrick Mahomes is like Mr. Michael Fantastic Jordan. or something. Right. Yeah. You know them better than I do. Joe Burrow is just like looks like just another guy, and yet yeah. he is just unbelievable. Yeah, and I, and I think that that's part of why he's underrated at times because he doesn't get outside of the pocket and throw the football back across his body because you can't call uh, design quarterback runs on third and four and know that he can run over a linebacker. We're starting to take Joe Burrow for granted because those aren't the things that we scout and recruit anymore. Those aren't the things that put you at number one. The reason that Joe Burrow got an opportunity to be drafted where he was was because of the unbelievable year he had in 2019 with the LSU Tigers. But I think anytime, especially when Justin Herbert started in his first year, mm-hmm. that's what we always used to talk. It's Justin Herbert because of the arm, because of the legs, because of this and that. But Justin Herbert's teams don't perform in the clutch like Joe Burrow's teams do. Justin Herbert's team have, teams haven't won down the stretch of the seasons like Joe Burrow's team has. He has some of those intangibles, those things that you can't account for that make him perfect for this position. If we were asking, hey, let's go to the Olympics and have guys run track and, and throw javelins and do all these things, there are other guys I would pick. But when you talk about just playing the quarterback position at a high level, Joe Burrow is a top five quarterback in this league, and he continues to show it in the most meaningful moments, which I think matter the most. Him. I, you know, that team, and again, I know this is near and dear to your heart. We covered it together. Um, and the games were in, uh, where was that? Was that in we were, we were Nashville? In New Orleans. In New Orleans, we it was right there in New Orleans. Uh, that team that won the national because I just watched Justin Jefferson yeah. play yesterday, <laughs> and I mean he's become obviously the most unstoppable individual force I think in the NFL right now. It's crazy. Jamar Chase, meanwhile, was on is on that team, and he's even better. Burrow is the quarterback <laughs> yeah. of that team. Like that, that is going to go down as one of the great teams in the. Uh, obviously, they already yeah. chance. Well, you know, you know, you know what normally happens though, Greeny, is that we look at what people become. Right, like we th- when we think about the Miami Hurricanes of two thousand and one, we we think of them as fondly, or fondly or more fondly because Andre Johnson becomes the superstar, Ed Reed, and you know the Sean Taylors and Clinton Portis and all of these players, and so you say, look what they became. Obviously, they were everything we thought they were then. That's what's happening with this LSU team. Uh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, uh, both top five wide receivers. What you see from Joe Burrow says he has everything to be the making of not only a franchise quarterback, but a Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that was on one field. On the other side, Derek Stingley's the third overall pick. Grant Delpit starts in, you know, in Cleveland. Patrick Queen's a first round draft pick that starts in, in Baltimore. The team was just loaded and stacked, but I think watching them do what they are now truly puts into perspective what we got to see. You didn't even mention Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who ran for 1,400 right. yards on that team. It's ridiculous how good they were. Okay, one more thing while I have yeah. RC here. And by the way, we all know the game isn't over till it's over. Next time you need parts for your car, don't call it quits. Go to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. I, I will obviously set aside a bunch of time to talk about the Jets and Vikings from yesterday, but let's just get your perspective on it here. Uh, yeah. A Jet team that has been so hot of late, played a terrible first half and almost came all the way back and won. I think it's about perspective, Greeny, right? It's about looking at that first half and thinking how often can Mike White and also your defense play like that? 
do you believe that that's more the outlier or could that become the norm? And when you watch the second half, you think to yourself, oh, we get this. We have action. Um, you know, listening to, to Dan talk about Mike White's progression through the game makes me feel a little bit better about it. The fact that he hadn't been through those things, but he pushed his team and put his team in a, in a spot to win. I just feel like they missed an opportunity. And, you know, Minnesota Vikings fans get mad because we don't consider them elite, even though they're 10-2. It's hard to consider, consider you elite when you play the two best teams in the NFC and they absolutely blow your doors off. Mm-hmm. But when you think about the New York Jets, and we talked about it on Get Up, if Berrios makes that catch, it's, it's, it's now you're talking about we have our quarterback, we know who we are, and we got a chance to win the AFC East. And so I think missing that opportunity hurts because now you have to play a Buffalo team who you've beaten, obviously, and who obviously also understands the magnitude of this game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Buffalo, and they'll be second consecutive week. The Jets will get a team that's had extra rest for whatever that's worth. Schedule yeah. sometimes. That matters. How big an advantage is that? That's, that? that's a huge advantage because the opportunity to rest, reset, and then prepare yourself for the next week is much different than going through a grueling game that goes down to the final seconds and having to fly home to prepare on Monday. Yeah, Minnesota had the, the Thursday game and then played the Jets yesterday. Yep. Buffalo had the Thursday game and then we'll play the Jets It's a conspiracy, week. Greeny. They're trying to keep you out of it, bro. The league hates the Jets. I mean, every, it, it, it's so... <laughs> so obvious. Uh, I mean, the calls yesterday. That's a whole other day. <laughs> RC, thank you very thank you, much. Thank you, Terrific yes, sir. morning. Thanks for hanging in there with us. You'll get your chance a little later as well to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. Uh, my takes are coming up next. We have a million things today. Stay close. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Greenies takes. All right, here we go. Uh, I had nothing to do but watch sports, and I have watched everything. Over the last six days, in particular, all the NFL action from yesterday. And so these are my top five takeaways from the NFL action of Sunday. Number five. Justin Fields is the next one. You watched Justin Fields out there yesterday. He was so good against a Green Bay defense that while has been extremely disappointing all year, is still, they're an above average NFL defense. And people are going to talk about the interception that Fields throws at the end of the game. That is not on him. Equinemius St. Brown cannot be falling back like that. you got to come meet the football. Justin Fields, playing practically by himself, has emerged. His running talent speaks for itself. If you've seen one play, then you know just how good he is at running with the football. But the development of Fields as a passer over the last two months has been eye-opening. I mean, and look, at the end of the day, I'm watching the game. My nephew was sitting alongside me. My nephew who lives in New York now, but is born and raised in Chicago. Crazy Bears fan. So if you ever see the, the, the videos that Stace puts up there, and we have all the laptops. Like, my nephew was watching the Bears game on a laptop nonstop. And I'm leaning over and watching as much as I can as well. Uh, Fields is phenomenal. But what I'm saying is the Bears fans think this was the perfect scenario. Fields develop, 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 but keep losing games so that these dra- the draft pick continues to be and all that draft capital continues to be more valuable. I'm telling you, the Bears are going to be the Jets next year. Mm. They are going to tr- they're going to go from zero to sixty like that and better because they won't have to go through the twelve weeks of Zach Wilson back and forth that we have gone through. They've got the right guy. Justin Fields is spectacularly good. Do you have any reservation though? about them running him this much. He might be the best running back in the league right now, but he's taking a beating while doing it. Yes, I have extraordinary reservation. I'm the one who keeps telling you Josh Allen gets hit too much, and I do not want Justin Fields getting hit so much. You do not want to take away what he does so well, and I have to believe that when they design an offense that has more representative playmakers around him, it won't be as necessary for him to be doing as much of as that he is by himself. But to me, number five, Justin Fields is him. Number four. San Francisco is done. I fully appreciate how well Brock Purdy played yesterday. And I appreciate Dan Orlovsky telling me how much confidence he has in Brock Purdy, who is Mr. Irrelevant. But I will just say this. Dan Orlovsky, Rex Ryan, and Ryan Clark know infinitely more about what happens on every play of a football game than I ever will. But here's what I know. I know football history as well as you can know it. I spent my whole childhood while those guys were running cone drills. I spent mine reading books about football. And I'm telling you right now that if the San Francisco 49ers go to the Super Bowl this year, it will be unprecedented. No team has done this. This is not Jeff Hostetler. This is not Tom Brady. This is not Earl Morrill. This is this would be a completely unique circumstance. A rookie of absolutely no, um, with no herald. This is not Peyton Manning coming. This is a kid who was the Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. Coming in as a third-string quarterback on a team that has already played all but, what, four games of its season, whatever it is, taking over and leading them to a championship, it cannot happen. It never has, and and there's a reason that things that never happen don't happen. So I feel terrible 
for the 49ers because that was absolutely a Super Bowl team. And do I think this kid can be good enough that they can continue to be good? Sure. But you're going to wind up in a playoff game, and as good as that defense is, you're not going to beat Philly with 18 points. You're not going to beat Dallas with 18 points. That defense cannot be expected to shut those teams down to nothing. And if you're going to tell me that Brock Purdy is going to go out there and go toe-to-toe with Dak or with Jalen Hurts or in the right circumstance with Brady or whoever, I don't care. It is not going to happen. I hate saying this because I really do like them. But the 49ers are done. Number three. Uh, That leaves the Cowboys and the Eagles. That's That's it. There are only two teams left in the NFC. I can't even measure. So you've got the odds, right? It's 50% Cowboys in the NFC, 30% Eagles. That tells you that there's an 8 in 10 chance that one of these two teams is going to wind up in the Super Bowl. Now, I don't know historically how that ranks amongst uh, compared to other years, but that is very disproportionately high for two teams, but I don't disagree with it. But who else could you even see getting there for a second? San Francisco's done. The entire NFC South stinks. Washington and the Giants, please. I mean, I watched that game yesterday. They're entertaining. Seahawks? Who who else could possibly get there? I guess Minnesota. Minnesota has to be third. Are they third? Minnesota is third at 9%. At 9%. So right now, it is a two-horse race, I believe. In the NFC, I mean, I just saw Dallas play Minnesota, and they beat them forty to three. <laughs> so that is uh, my take number three coming out of yesterday. It is a two-horse race in the NFC. Number two. And number two is that Joe Burrow is something else, and, and here's what I think is the most amazing thing about him. And, and I used this before. You used to hear me do this all the time on Mike and Mike. You know, Batman was always my favorite of the superheroes because he didn't have any superpowers. And Golik would always say, well, that's why he's not a superhero. And I would always say, yes, he is. It's what makes him the best of the superheroes. Patrick Mahomes is Spider-Man. Josh Allen is Superman. Joe Burrow is Batman. Because he doesn't have all these... You watch Josh Allen, you say, oh, yeah, I can see why he's so good. You watch Patrick Mahomes, oh, I can see why he's so good. You watch Josh Burrow, you say, I can't see why he's so good. But he's as good as any of them. As good as any of them. Burrow is as good as any of these guys. If you're telling me right now that you think Patrick Mahomes is head and shoulders better than Burrow, you're wrong. If you're telling me you think Allen is head and shoulders better than Burrow, you're wrong. I don't care who you want to put in that conversation. Burrow has to go right there with anybody else because he's Batman, because he's super smart. I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't know how he does it. I tried to get Dan Orlowski to explain it on TV this morning. There is an intangible quality. It is Brady all over again. Joe Burrow is every bit as good as any of these other guys, and I will fight you if you disagree. And I think he's doing it in a sustainable way. Like, it would not surprise me if in, let's say, 10 years, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, Deshaun Watson, all the 20, Mahomes, Allen, all the guys, all the 20-something quarterbacks, if he's the one that winds up being the most successful. It would not surprise me at all, even though he's probably nowhere near the most talented. Oh, he's not even close to being the most talented. But I think he's as good as anything. Look, Mahomes is an outlier. I mean, there's something to be said for having ridiculous talent. And and, and he's also really good. Like, all these guys are great. I'm, 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 what I'm saying is Burrow is right there with them. We, we've sort of made the NFL conversation about it's, it's Mahomes and Allen, Mahomes and Allen, Mahomes and Allen. Stop. Put Burrow in the discussion. And then move on with your takes to number one. Number one. All right. So you can lose the music. <coughs> the Jet game obviously 
broke my heart yesterday. I mean, that I'm a, I had the worst week. I, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't talk. I couldn't eat. I, I, I felt just awful all week long. <laughs> and, and all I wanted was the chance to win. And I'm telling you, this team has turned me around to where you know me. I always think we're going to lose. I spent the whole game yesterday thinking we were going to win. I genuinely believe to the very end the Jets were going to win that game. And, and I actually emerged from a heartbreaking loss feeling better about the Jets last night than I felt about them when I woke up. Brandon, you agree with me? Brandon is a Jet fan in the room. I, I feel better, and I tell you why. Because that team fought back like hell. They played as badly in the first half as they could possibly play. That defense hasn't looked that bad all year long. And you know what they did in the second half? They got mad. They got mad, and they went out there, and they freaking died. Quinn and Williams is ridiculously good. Now, but I can't make up my mind who's the best player on this team. One week, I think it's Sauce Gardner. The next week, I think it's Garrett Wilson. The next week, I think it's Quinn and Williams. These, parenthetically, are wonderful problems to have. And then the quarterback, who was playing awful in the first half. I was getting ready to tweet all of my C, I told you, flash in the pan, <laughs> all that stuff. And you know what he did? He fought back. That kid is not, he is not Josh Allen, he's not Patrick Mahomes, he's not Joe Burrow, and he's never going to be. But yesterday, he showed you something. And I, that fourth down play, after he got drilled on third down, and we went for it on that fourth and ten, which I didn't want us to do, I was yelling at the TV punt. And then he stood in there and threw that fourth down pass to Corey Davis. That was, a, that was the moment, and I tweeted it, I fell in love. I fell in love with that kid that moment. He is the quarterback for the rest of this year, and the Jets are good. Mm. They're a good football team. Going to Minnesota, playing a heart, you're playing your heart out and losing on the last play like that, especially with the drop in the end zone by Berrios, who I like, and everything else, it was a very tough loss to take, but I emerged feeling better about the team for having seen the game, and that does not happen to me often. So that's the way I feel. I believe in the coach. I believe in the players. They're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. But I tell you what, I don't want to play them in the playoffs. If I'm Kansas City, if I'm Cincinnati, if I'm Buffalo, if the Jets get in, here's what I'd say. That's the team I'm hoping doesn't get in. Who would you rather play? Would you rather play Baltimore right now, or would you, or would you rather play the Jets? Would you rather play New England? Could you imagine New England getting in the I watched that game Thursday night. Oh, my God. What is he doing? What is Belichick doing? Like, I don't understand. I'm, I'm, I was furious not to be here on Friday because I have so many things to say about that. One way or another, I emerged feeling very good about the Jets. And those are my five takes coming out of yesterday. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone with AutoZone. All right, we, we got a couple of other things I want to get to here, but the thing that needs to be set up, Hembo, is that you and Bubba, because you and Bubba are sort of arch enemies, right? There's a real... Bubba, we say good morning to Bubba for the first time today. Uh, Bubba, who is a legendary Cowboy fan. Mike and I sent them to a Cowboys playoff game once upon a time. All the rest of that lives and dies with the Cowboys wearing the Micah Parsons jersey today. And then Hembo, who is all things Eagles, wearing the Eagles green sweater today and sits here repping your Philly teams all the time. I mean, it's a two-man race. It is really a two-horse race between the two of them. So I welcome in Nuno. How are we going to handle this? Because I, I think we got a, we, we got something nice working here between Bubba and Hembo, what, as the producer of this program. 
what can we do with these two guys? Yeah, there has to be serious stakes, yeah. right? Like, there has to be, like, someone gets punched in the face. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something, <laughs> something of that nature. Well, you know, we could do a pie to the face. There we go. We could do a punch in the face. There we go. Something of that. Someone needs punched to be punched in the Hold okay. on. Stop. Just stop talking. Stop talking. I want everyone to understand what just happened here. Okay. This is Nuno. Oh. I said, what, can, what stakes can we create between the two of these guys? Now, you're producing a show hosted by a person. You saw Mike and me all these years. I danced with a person from Dancing with the Stars. I dressed up like Justin Bieber and sang a song. Golik got his legs waxed. We've had, we are legendary for having made funny things. And I say to Nuno, what should be? And he said, I don't know. Why doesn't the loser get punched in the face? <laughs> that, that just tells you everything you need to know. About Nuna Teixeira. What do you think of it, Nuno? No, there, there should be something pie to the face, some, <laughs> uh, something humiliating. It just has to be humiliating. I'm I just with don't know that. what it is. But we're not going to punch Hembo in the face. <laughs> here's the deal. Like, Nuno likes Bubba and doesn't like me. Right. No, so no, no, no. What he wants to do is punch me in the face and right. what's an excuse by which to do it. Well, look, they both That's want to punch was. you in the face. Right, Bubba? Uh, you and Nuno would love to punch Hembo in the face, but we can't condone Yeah, I'm not going to be a... But I root for the Giants. They're out of this. So it's either Bubba gets punched in the face or <laughs> Hembo gets punched in the face. It's a win-win. They're not out of it. You just, you just tied know, the commanders. Uh, uh, how about this? <laughs> Isn't Robert Griffin uh, the third supposed to be going swimming over yeah. at the seaport? Uh, uh, RG3's supposed to jump in the river now because Gronk didn't come oh. Maybe one of, you know, we get it through legal. Maybe one of these guys has to jump in the river with him. What am I, Kramer now? What's going on? Here? Here's what I can tell you. Having had all of these conversations, if there's one thing that we learned over the many years as we are putting together these wagers, legal has no sense of humor. None. You, good luck with legal. Hey, you know what? We had a great idea. Uh, we'd like the loser to get punched in the face. <laughs> Bounce that one off legal. See how it goes. That'll All be right. the one they let go through. <laughs> yeah, we no, that's get, fine. We got to get hashtag. Well, if it's Hembo, they'll say, okay, in this case, we'll make an exception. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
I'm Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance can protect your small business with over 30 coverage options, an easy-to-use mobile app, personalized discounts, and more. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Discounts and coverage selections not available in all states or situations. Again, the assembled members of the hashtag crew have assembled around us. Hembo is here. Nuno wants to punch him in the face. He is in Bristol, and so is Bubba. Bubba, let me start with you. Your Cowboys get a big win last night against the Fighting Jeff Saturdays. For those who did, for those who went to sleep early, uh, that that was a, not, a game that was a lot closer than the final score would make it sound. Dallas winds up scoring fifty-four points, but all of it comes in the fourth quarter. That was twenty-one nineteen going to the fourth quarter against Indy last night, and then they explode. Defensive touchdown, long plays from C.D. Lamb, and in particular from Tony Pollard. Uh, and the Cowboys are now the favorites in the NFC. Let me hear from you, Bubba. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, the last two games have really been a lot closer than the score indicates. The Giants game was a lot closer, and then this game, I mean, the whole time, I wasn't really confident, obviously, until the end when they, they blew up. But right now they're winning the games they need to win, which is great. they got two more winnable games, Houston-Jacksonville, before the huge game against Philly. So I think we're, we're just going to have to see what happens. Right now I think we're, we're – this is basically going to be classic Cowboys. We're, we're, we're setting down the path for me either having like the most disappointing end or me having the most unbelievable season I, I've had as a Cowboys fan since 95 because right now there's no other way. You know, Right now, if they play like they played against the Vikings, they clearly could beat anyone. But you know, if they play like they did in the first half against the Giants or the first half against the Colts, they could, they could also lose to anyone. So that's why it, they could be a real frustrating team to watch right now. Um, you know, I I think, you know, hopefully they don't have any slip-ups next two games, but, you know, when this game against the Eagles is going to be huge in a couple of weeks. Again, the analytics suggest now that the Cowboys are a significant favorite, not just the favorite, but a pretty heavy favorite to win the NFC, and they are the likeliest team to win the Super Bowl. That's what our FPI says. Meanwhile, I've not even gotten a, a thought from Nuno Today, it's hard to get past the face-punching suggestion, mm. uh, but if I could, they say that uh, it's not a punch in the face, but kissing your sister when your team ties <laughs> a game. Um, what's the last time the Giants played to a tie? It's probably been a very long... You know, ties happen every now and again. I like them. I like ties being a part of the mix in the NFL. Oh, I know a lot of people hate them. No, I, I think it adds something interesting to the mix. I, 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 I like... Let me ask you a question. Why would you say that? Would you rather have a national championship being decided as it was on Saturday by them putting the ball on the 25-yard line and saying, here, go figure it out from here, guys. Just go play like some stupid, ridiculous, contrived nonsense like TCU and Kansas State are doing after an incredible football game. Well, they almost have to carry the quarterback of TCU out of there on his shield. He's playing so hard he almost kills himself out there. And now, oh, let's put the ball on the 25-yard line and then go ahead and do whatever you want. And then they'll get a chance and they'll get a chance. Then we'll just do rotating two-point conversions. You like that better than ending in a tie? So you're advocating that the Big 12 title game should have ended in a tie. No, obviously a game like that. Well, the Big 12 title game in theory could end in a tie. Uh, Anything that is not a playoff can end in a tie. So the two upcoming uh, championship games or whatever you call them, the bowl games that are whatever it is, the Peach Bowl this year, and I forget what, the Fiesta. Peach and Fiesta. Yeah, those two, they can't end in a tie because you need a winner to emerge. (laughs) But the other one, you can. I mean, yes, I don't have any problem with a tie. That said, Nuno, how do you feel about your tie? I'm conflicted. It's kind of like, would I enjoy 
punching him on the face, yes. <laughs> but would I enjoy? But at the same time, I kind of would enjoy Bubba punching him in the face, right? <laughs> so it's kind of like I don't know, man. I just feel like yesterday was just that. When you don't make the playoffs, that's going to be the game. You should have won. You had opportunities. There was things that frustrated me. I think they should have been more aggressive towards the end of the second second quarter. The the Feliciano. Say what you want to say at the end. (laughs) Say what you want to say at the end because you were tweeting it and you were dead right. Uh, The refs screwed them at the end and they should have gotten more yards for a field goal that would have been good from 10 yards closer. At at that play, there should have been a delay game when Richie Richie James catches the ball. There's a delay game there because they don't let him get up and and spot the ball. And then. Get up and spot the ball. He's running the ball back to the ref (laughs) and they're trying to tackle him. And then. And then. Uh, on the spike, one of the uh, linemen for the uh, commanders was offsides. They don't call that, which would have given them the five yards that they needed to actually make that. So the refs were just – so the NFL should go to a last two-minute report like the NBA does so that we can see where they got it wrong, where they got it right, and actually admit that they screwed up. Yeah, you have a better chance of getting punched in the face than you have of that. <laughs> Especially me. And then quickly, the Eagles, A.J. Brown, your beloved Eagles, with a, that was a statement mm. performance. A tour de force, yeah. Nick Sirianni, this is why Philadelphia loves the head coach Nick Sirianni, because he game-planned specifically for A.J. Brown to get his revenge. Like He is a man of the people, and right now you can make a really good argument that Jalen Hurts is the MVP of the league. I think you could also make a pretty good argument that A.J. Brown could be the offensive player of the year, given how he has been a force multiplier for the Eagles in that offense. They have one of the best passing games in the league a year after having no clue. He has been a huge difference maker. Yeah, I I I remember saying the year that Brady won MVP in 07, I said I thought it should have been Randy Moss. Mm. He had a much bigger year than A.J. Brown is having right now. You can't give him that award, but you do see the difference that a player of his magnitude makes. We are just barely scratching the surface on one of the busiest Mondays of the year. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.